What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children. Music, 
television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. If you'd like to contact the show, email rdgable at yahoo.com or find us online at www.thesecretteachings.info. I hope that you caught last night's episode, and I hope that you listened to Ground Zero last night as well. We talked about Barbie and Oppenheimer, the juxtaposition between the pink and the black You can download and listen to Clyde's show, and you can also download and listen to my show if you are a subscriber to Aftermath.media. Both of our shows really complemented each other last night. Tonight's episode of The Secret Teachings, though, is going to be a lot different than what we discussed last night. I want to talk about the Nexium cult and also some similarly related subject matter and also the alternative media and how the alternative media does and does not approach such subjects. Uh, There's a movie in the theaters right now called The Sound of Freedom, and it has a very, like nefarious, it has a very Christian angle to it. And that's not a bad thing, necessarily. Uh, I I kind of enjoyed nefarious. There there was a little bit of it that I I didn't like, but I, I like that movie, you know, compared to a lot of other stuff I've seen. And so I'm, I'm planning to go see Sound of Freedom this weekend. I'll probably also see Indiana Jones this weekend, although it's for the cost of this movie. Apparently, this is one of the top 10 most expensive movies ever made, this new Indiana Jones. And it I think they said it has to have like an $820 plus million dollar uh, pull in order for it to even break even. So it's very likely that, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how long they're going to keep this thing in the movie theater. It's very likely that Indiana Jones is probably going to be technically a, a flop. Even though it's making a lot of money, it's probably going to be a, a, a flop overall. And then movies like The Sound of Freedom, which is all over the news, and for a Christian movie, or at least for a God-themed movie, God's Children Are Not For Sale, and for a movie that deals in such a heavy subject, the ratings are really good for The Sound of Freedom, and it has a much, 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 much lower budget than Indiana Jones, of course, but it's making a lot of money, and it's actually beating Indiana Jones at the box office, which is so surprising that even a lot of mainstream news publications have run stories on it. 
Uh, Newsweek, for example, ran a story last night or yesterday afternoon uh, that said Sound of Freedom beats Indiana Jones in incredible box office coup. Action movie Sound of Freedom has defied expectations at the box office and beaten Harrison's, uh, Harrison Ford's swan song, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's pretty interesting that Indiana Jones is is doing uh, uh, well, but not beating the Sound of Freedom. So a lot of people in alternative media believe that's because the public is ready to see the real ugly truth about human trafficking, but particularly about child trafficking, and that the public is is ready for it. That's what the movie signifies, that the public is seeing this movie. But, you know, you have to remember, uh, a, a couple million dollars here, a couple million dollars there is not indicative of what the whole country wants to see. And that's sort of, you know, in a different different subject matter, but sort of what we were talking about last night. The question of who's going to go see Barbie and who's going to go see Oppenheimer, or are they going to be, you know, seen back to back in the theater? People are going to go see both of them together. They both open on the same day, the 21st of July. And this can kind of be used as a, as a selective form of programming, if you will, uh, kind of a predictive programming to beta test to see what, what exactly is the public interested in? Is the public interested in the, the pink plastic fake world of Barbie land, or are they interested in the real world of Oppenheimer that can be destroyed in, in, in an instant by these terrifying weapons? Which one is the public interested in? And you see this with a lot of movies. I mean, look at Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun dominated for months in the theaters. There's still some theaters that are showing it. It dominated for months. Everything that was in the theater. Uh, I went to see Top Gun. And when I went to see it, I, I'm not a, I, don't, I do not like Tom Cruise at all as a person or as an actor. But I went to see the movie and I thought, this is just, this is just a good movie. And there were people, I actually went to see it. I went to see it and then I went to see another movie like the next day. And I peeked into the, the Top Gun theater. I actually did that a few times in the following weeks. And the theater was always packed. Didn't matter if it was morning, noon, or night. Always packed. And I remember when I went to see it, I, I walked out of the theater and I'm watching all these families leave. And there's just a bunch of kids, like young kids. Their families, their parents took them to see Top Gun and here's Buzz Lightyear next to it in the theater, and, and nobody's walking out of there. There's like nobody in that theater, and Buzz Lightyear totally flopped. And you see that you see this with a lot of movies. You see this a lot with a lot of products, uh, beer companies, for example, retail outlets. I mean, clearly and surely the public is, generally speaking, the public is uh, refusing to support uh, the movies, refusing to support the, the stores and the products that they don't think or they don't see as being in alignment with their political views or with their religious views or with their views as, you know, what it means to be an American. And there surely are, let's call them forces that, uh, you know, want to, uh, I suppose, destroy art, uh, take things that could be a good movie. Like personally, I, I loved Toy Story. I'd I would have loved to seen Buzz Lightyear if they didn't do what they did to it and try to make it what people call woke. I don't like that word, but uh, tr try to do that to it. I'd, I'd have seen Buzz Lightyear. Uh, and, you know, th this is this is the weird thing about like Indiana Jones. They spent all this money on it and 
it gets, I, I don't think there's anything weird in it that I've heard, but there, it gets beaten out by the sound of freedom, like a kind of a God-based Christian type of a movie. And that's, that's kind of weird, especially to, you know, the, the, the legacy media. It's kind of hard for people to understand, but it makes money. And so that's what matters. And that's what people want, want to see, apparently. It's, so that's what's going to be in the news, sound of freedom. It's not because the, the media suddenly cares about the issue in the movie. It's, it's, it might not even be because of the, the content of the movie that people are going to see it. It might just be because it's, it's just a good movie. It's a well-done movie. And it's also a lot more real than like 9 out of 10 movies that are pumped out of the Hollywood machine, which are usually just, for, for all intents and purposes, garbage. And I mean, I say that having gone to film school and having, you know, like you can go, you go to film school and it kind of ruins movies for you. You can see everything <laughs> and, it, and it kind of destroys the, the movie going process. But even then, like I, I, I don't see anything in the theaters that I really like anymore. I think it's most of it, almost all of it's garbage. Top Gun was was definitely good. Um, and there are different reasons why I, why I like movies. I liked the, the story and the theme of everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, but there are very few things I've, I've seen that I actually enjoy. So I'm, I'm going to plan to go and see both of these movies this weekend. I'm going to see Indiana Jones and Sound of Freedom. And uh, then, you know, get ready to see, <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to see Barbie. And uh, then Oppenheimer when they, they come out on the 21st. Uh, maybe Maybe the next day after the 21st. So I was reading this this morning. And uh, the Sound of Freedom cost $14.5 million to make. It's not a lot of money. $14 million. Um, it's a lot of money for me. But Indiana Jones cost like hundreds of millions of dollars to make. And yet it's being beaten out by a movie that costs, you know, just a, a handful of, of change in Hollywood terms. So that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, and it shows you that you don't really have to make a, a giant blockbuster to get people interested. People want to see content. And I don't know if that's because of it, because of the, the subject matter or not, because Nefarious was really interesting, but it wasn't a packed theater. So I don't know if it's necessarily the content of it. It might just be the, that the movie's really, really good. But out of the movie world and back to reality... I read an interesting uh, story from the United Nations. They're, they're, they, the UN put out this report, and the report is about child trafficking from the International Organization for Migration. And this was on Wednesday of this week. So this is right after the movie Sound of Freedom came out, and this is the UN reporting on child trafficking. It says July 5th, 2023, more than half of child trafficking victims are trafficked within their own countries. That's according to a report from IOM, from the United Nations, International Organization of Migration, and Harvard. This is what the report says. More than half of child trafficking victims are trafficked within their own country, according to new reports by the International Organization for Migration and the Francois Xavier Bagnod Center for Health and Human Rights at Harvard University. The report further reveals that in cases of international tra uh, trafficking, international child trafficking, uh, children are mostly trafficked 
within their own nation, within their own country, but also, of course, to uh, neighboring countries and more wealthier countries, something we can all probably assume we are kind of knew that. Despite significant efforts, the number of children who continue to fall victim to trafficking or traffickers remains high, largely due to inequitable social, economic, environmental, and political factors that foster exploitative and discriminatory practices. And, of course, the UN chooses to use the equitable terminology in relation to economics and environment and politics and all that. And uh, I don't know the context for which they're using that that term in, but certainly uh, children and any person, doesn't matter if you're a child or you're an adult, who is trafficked like this, uh, you are the victim of exploitation. That it, it has nothing to do with your skin color. It has nothing to do with like racism. It has nothing to do with uh, your religion or any of that stuff. You know, young girls are trafficked, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter. Young kids are trafficked, doesn't matter if boys, girls, doesn't matter if they're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, native, whatever. It doesn't, none of that matters. They're, they're, they're a product. Uh, the, o- the only thing that, 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 that determines whether or not an individual would be you know, a, a commodity is who's buying what and where are these children and where are these adults going uh, and who wants you know, uh, you know, a, a white child as opposed to a Hispanic child. Uh, all that factors in. And plus, with all the kids that go missing, with all the children that are trafficked, with all the adults that are trafficked or go missing, you know, the question is, and there are ways to answer this question, but I don't think anybody really knows completely for sure. The, the assumption is, based on the evidence, it's mostly sex trafficking. But a lot of people disappear, and they're never heard from again. And it's not necessarily sex trafficking. You know, that's where you sort of get the theories that people are disappearing, children are being trafficked, and they're being used for things that are, I would say, worse than sex, but, you know, under the circumstances of being in a position. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And like that, it might be better, honestly, to just have your throat slit, really. Because that's, that's the end of the line. And then there's no more pain. There's no more suffering. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying, you know, as opposed to being a sex slave for 25 years, maybe just having your throat slit and having it over with. And so we, we don't, we don't know. Uh, we know that the Biden administration has openly publicly trafficked humans across the border from Mexico. They're not all Mexicans. Uh, they've been having, you know, there's pictures and videos of it. Little kids put on planes and flow into major cities around the United States. 
I mean, you can trust or you can choose to believe or not Kathy O'Brien and many others who have claimed the kinds of things she's claimed. Maybe you don't believe her. Maybe you don't trust her. That's fine. But her story is seem it, it seems to be more and more proven all the time uh, that the powerful elite that are in positions of power are certainly trafficking humans and disappearing them into major, let's call them cult centers, and the kids just disappear. And whether it's for sex or perhaps it's for something darker, it's hard to talk about that nowadays, not because of the, the weightfulness of it. I mean, obviously, the sound of freedom means people want, whether it's a good movie or whether it's the content or whether it's both, people want to see that. They, they want to learn about it. But the idea and the subject is is now... Um, it's it's not it's not hidden, but because it's not hidden, there's a lot of misleading information, a lot of disinformation on the subject. So if you find interest in such a horrifying uh, reality, and you want to inform people of it, what usually happens with with media, all media, you know, all politicians, everybody that just doesn't want to deal with or doesn't want to talk about it. They all refer to like Pizzagate, right? They refer to, you know, Comet Bing Bong Pizza. And they refer to Hillary Clinton's emails. And they refer to John Podesta. And while there's a time and place to talk about those emails, and while there's a time and place to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and all that, uh, this, is, this is not something that can be reduced to that one psychological operation, which is what it is. The Pizzagate thing was nonsense. Q it, listen, QAnon is not real. Okay, QAnon is not a thing. It doesn't exist. It's a psyop. It's intelligence. It's probably a quantum computer. That's why they call the new IBM computer the Q computer. That's why David Petraeus said that they're going to use computers like a decade ago. They're going to use computers to feed the public information they want to hear so they can interact with it and they can basically be interacting with this, this digital thing that will feed them information and then they feed it information, and then it kind of creates their own reality. That's what David Petraeus said, like it was a 2012 or 13 at the NQTEL conference. And now they've got the Q computer. The Q is, is BS. But the, the, the whole idea of human and child trafficking and smuggling, very, very real. Very, very real. But if you focus on that garbage, then you tend to miss things like even the United Nations acknowledging that Human trafficking is a big problem. Harvard University, super hippy-dippy liberal left-wing progressive Democrat Harvard University that is really upset that they can't racially discriminate against people for entry into the school anymore. They're acknowledging in a report, yes, this is a real thing. So, it, of course, it's a real thing. It's, you just got to be careful what you believe. You've got to be careful where you get your where you get your information from. And do I trust the UN? No, I'm sure whatever the UN has put out here, whatever Harvard has put out, I'm sure it is um it's a pulling of the punch. It's nothing at all uh like the the the, the it's it's like it's not the information that they've put out is probably nothing at all close to to what's really happening. It's a really sanitized version of reality. Uh Let's see what the report says. Despite significant efforts, the number of children who continue to fall victim to traffickers remains high. Close to half of the child victims of trafficking were being trafficked for forced labor in a wide range of industries such as domestic work, bagging, and 
agriculture. Sexual exploitation, including prostitution, pornography, and sexual certitude, is also prominent, affecting 20% of trafficked children, predominantly girls. So that's about seven, a little under 70% for mostly boys for things like domestic work and agriculture, forced labor, slavery, literally slavery. And about 20% of the trafficked children are uh, sex slaves, and obviously those are mostly girls. So that, 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 that leaves 30 plus percent, which isn't completely known. It's just up for debate and guess. Uh, what those other kids are trafficked for. And that's where perhaps we, we could use the word darker. That's where the darker stuff comes into play. According to the report titled From Evidence to Action, 20 Years of IOM Child Trafficking Data to Inform Policy and Programming, child victims trafficked for sexual exploitation were commonly trafficked internationally, while those trafficked for forced labor were more likely to be trafficked domestically. Involvement of family and friends in their recruitment is a prominent trend with more than half of child victims experiencing this. Family and friends involved in their recruiting. Uh, here's a good example. Uh, this is out of Germany. A couple of years ago, there was a, a, a woman, and I think it was her, I think it was her, um, maybe second husband or something, but she, you could look this up. She literally sold their child or her child, his stepchild, to uh sexual predators and was basically pimping this kid out. And this happens all the time. He's pimping this kid out and was just basically selling the child. So people could just pay her to molest her, her kid. And you might think, well, that's Germany. You know, I don't know what they do in Germany over there in Europe. That doesn't happen here. No, it happens all the time here. As a matter of fact, I I've known people personally, and uh, I've I know friends of I have friends of mine who people, acquaintances more than friends, but I have acquaintances of mine who have told me the same thing. They have you know whether it's you know them or it's a you know a friend of theirs, you know their parents literally sold them for sex, and it's kind of hard. It's not just kind of hard. It's completely you know almost impossible to imagine that. Your parents literally pimping you out for sex. It's hard to imagine that. And, and the other thing is, a lot of people, even if they're not pimped out in that way, a lot of people are sexually abused. They don't even know they're sexually abused. And, and when you are sexually abused like that, uh, you know, raped and molested, it's not usually from the outside. It's usually from inside of your family, somebody very close to you, a parent, a cousin, uh, some relative, an aunt, an uncle. And it's the same thing, according to the IOM, when children are recruited into whether it's the slave labor or it's the sexual uh, slavery, it's usually friends and family who do the recruiting. Now, as far as I'm concerned, there's one way to solve this problem. It's called firing squads. You line these people up and you open fire. And after you've uh, emptied your clip, then you set the bodies on fire, what remains of them, uh, defecate on the ashes, and then you scoop them up, put them in a container, and shoot them into deep space. That's the only way to solve this problem. Because you have the same kind of corruption in the courts, you have the same kind of corruption with police stations, people are involved from the family level to law enforcement 
to the legal profession. Uh, I think George Carlin had probably the best ideas, you know, put, put these, these child molesters and these perverts and pedophiles and rapists and murderers in little concentration camps and just let them kill each other. That might be the best option. And see, our, you know, our society is built on, you know, you know we're a civil society, so we, we, we have emotions as individuals and people have rights. And you start talking like that, even if it's figurative speech, and people get uncomfortable, like, oh, that's really violent and that's really mean and really angry. And it's like, okay, well, these people are being targeted by family members and they're being trafficked for slave labor or to be sexually abused or both. So me wanting to put the people that do this on a wall and then emptying my gun into them and then burning the body that's not really mean, okay? That's not really weird. What's mean and weird is when you take your son or your daughter and you sell them for some worldly material wealth. When you abuse them, when you sell them to somebody for sex or for slave labor, that's, that's wrong. That's weird. That's evil. Okay, it's not evil to want to stop that. You know, I'm actually surprised the media hasn't spun the Sound of Freedom movie and tried to make it like it's a bad thing that, you know, it's about a guy based on a true story, supposedly, about a guy who is saving children. Oh, well, how you don't, you don't want to see the, the, the children have made those decisions for themselves. They're allowed to make decisions. They, they chose to be sex slaves. Why would you want to save them? It's an evil Christian movie, <laughs> something like that. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about this IOM report. And also, I mentioned the Nexium cult. Allison Mack is out of prison, somehow out of prison. It just it's it's amazing. You, you you can you go to prison for just basically a few months, few years, and you're out of prison. You ran one of the most uh, diabolic sex cults, uh, you know, of the last fifty years, and it's you know you just get right out of prison. We'll talk about how that happens. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Artie Gable at Yahoo.com. The Secret Teachings.info. Aftermath.media. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. From para-history and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Are you ready for more of The Secret Teachings? My Secret TV! No, it's not TV. It's The Secret Teachings on Late Night Radio. Well, I got plenty of secret stuff, too. Here are the three ways to listen. Number one, live Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. Number two, searching for the free archive on any podcast radio player or our website. Number three, subscribing at aftermath.media or resubscribing at thesecretteachings.info. Tune in, turn off the TV, and subscribe today. I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you for your support. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www 
www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Hello folks, this is Jordan Maxwell and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. I hope you find it enlightening. Do all the exploring you want, all the drilling of the earth you want. You're not going to find hell. You can take spaceships. Uh, you're not going to find heaven. They're not physical places. According to the United Nations and their IOM, International Organization for Migration, Child Trafficking Report, in partnership with Harvard, this is what the report says. Child trafficking is a multifaceted and complex phenomenon that continues to spread and evolve within and across borders. No age range, no gender, no nationality is immune to child trafficking. It is a truly global phenomenon. As I said earlier, doesn't matter what your race is, doesn't matter what your gender is, doesn't matter what your ethnicity, religious views, political views, if kids even have those, none of that matters. No age range, no gender, no nationality, nothing, none of it is immune to child trafficking. Reportedly about 50%, roughly, a little under 50% of children are trafficked for slave labor, about 20% are trafficked for sexual slavery. It's mostly little boys in the former and little girls in the latter. And that leaves about 30-something percent of the children that are trafficked, what's estimated and what can be you know, statistically verified, who are trafficked for reasons that maybe they go in and out of sex and they go in and out of hard labor and there are other things that, you know, that are pretty common, but this is where perhaps some of the idea comes from. There's a mystery there, and uh, some of the ideas that people have are that these kids are used in, let's call them satanic rituals. Now, we have to be careful about that kind of, that kind of discussion, that kind of talk. Uh, I think that this is a very real thing. Uh, well, I know that it's a very real thing, but you have to be really careful because, you know, it's one thing if a child is trafficked for slave labor or for sexual abuse or something like that, that's bad enough. But when you, you amplify it and you have kids that go missing and they're not working in a field or a factory and they're not working in some, some rich person's house as a, you know, a sex slave like Jeffrey Epstein or something, or to blackmail powerful people. You know, where are they? And most of those, those other 30-something percent, they're probably not alive. And we've heard all sorts of, all kinds of, all types of stories over the years. And now with social media, and of course with the general public finding interest in these things more and more, and many people lacking the ability to discern what is true from what is false, 
and then you have psyops like QAnon and Pizzagate, it makes it more difficult to figure out what is happening. But based on the context clues, we can see that there are clearly a lot of people that go missing and they are trafficked for reasons that we don't necessarily we don't necessarily know about. And it's likely that at least a, a small percent, it's probably not all of the all of the remaining 30 something percent, but at least a small amount of those kids probably are taken for those kinds of, of horrific things. And it's probably a good thing, you know? It's probably a good thing that they just it, it's just over. It's just over. You know, that's that's probably a you know one of the only things that um, can be this this the salvation in a in, in the life of, of of a child like that. Just the torture, the rape, the abuse, whatever. It'd be best to just, you know, end it. And uh, as morbid as that sounds, as horrific as that sounds, that's the reality of the situation, which is what I really wanted to, I really wanted to talk about this from a, from a personal point of view uh, tonight on the show, a personal experience. You know, over the years, we've done this show for, oh my goodness, we've done this show since 2013 for The Secret Teachings, 10 years for the sh- this show since uh, The Secret Teachings aired March so 3-3-2013, 3-3-13 was the first episode of The Secret Teachings, but I, I did another show before that, and I turned it into this. So it's been, it's been 10 plus years, 10, 12, 11, 12, 13 years total. And uh, over the years, I've been on radio networks, uh, WPRK, which is apparently gone now in Florida. They replaced that at Rollins College with like a digital radio station. So I guess, I don't know if they even have hosts anymore. I'm not sure how that works, but... Uh, we did a show there in the basement of, of that college for years. We did, uh, L and M radio before it tanked and collapsed because of Heather Wade. I don't know if you guys recall Heather Wade. And then of course we did a show on dark matter radio. And when we were on dark matter radio, the network we were on right after WPRK. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm just naming networks we've been on and I'm trying to share a little story here with you. We were on Dark Matter Radio. The uh, the Keith Rowland, Art Bell, technically it was like the Keith Rowland Network. And when we were on that network, I would talk about things like this a lot. We would talk about child trafficking. We would talk about child sexual abuse. We would talk about how it's common in families. And we would talk a lot about the Catholic Church. And I want to share this with you again tonight. It's been a long time since I've shared this story, but I want to share this again with you tonight. The Art Bell, Keith Rowland, Dark Matter Radio Network, which is now in, in somebody else's hands today. But at the time when Art Bell was alive and when Keith Rowland was running that, that network, you know, Keith had been with Art forever. They had selected our show as one of 25 shows to be on the network. They knew what we talked about. They knew what we discussed, okay? And we didn't talk. We only did one show a week at that point or two shows on the weekend. So we were only one or two nights a week at that point. And this was like 2014, 15. We were, we were talking about, you know, the Catholic Church. We were talking about other branches of, of the church. We were talking about child trafficking in general, uh, you know, sex slavery, forced labor, all sorts of things like that. And Keith Rowland came to the secret teachings. He came to us and he said, you can't 
talk about that. And I said, why, Keith? And he said, because you don't have any evidence. And I said, well, I'm all for evidence, but you have to understand, Keith, what I'm talking about is based on evidence. I don't just randomly talk. I'm talking about something that is, it's in the news, okay? Like there was a, like, for example, there was a congressional report about the, the Transportation Security Administration. I'll never forget this. And I said that according to the report, the TSA has a history, kind of like Disney does, of hiring perverts and pedophiles, people that are convicted sex offenders. And that's kind of weird, I thought, because the people they're hiring are sexual predators, and the job that they've been given is to molest people all day. And Keith told me, that's not true. You can't say that. It's slander. It's this, it's that. And I said, no, Keith, it's, it's true. Here is the report. And then he'd back off for a little bit. And Keith, and I'm not complaining about this. I'm trying to show you this is this is why you cannot trust quote unquote alternative media or late night radio any more than you can trust CNN or Fox News because they do the same damn thing that all of those major news networks do. You think you're going to get truth or the the facts on coast to coast AM? You think Jimmy Church is going to give you the truth? There are very, very, very few radio shows, a lot more podcasts, very few radio shows. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shows where you get anything resembling the truth. I think we have an abundance of that here on Ground Zero Radio. A lot of other radio shows and podcasts that, that do talk about these things in detail. Um, I, I don't want to start naming people because then I'll, I'll forget somebody and then somebody will get upset. But there's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, garbage. And so Keith Rowland keeps coming to us. I actually have a, I've printed out all of the emails from this time period in my radio career. And he says, you can't talk about the queen. You can't talk about the pope. You can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. You, he said, you called conservatives stupid for voting for George Bush. And I said, well, Keith, did you vote for George Bush? Because if you did, I think you're stupid. I, got, I ended up getting like really nasty with him. And, and he, 
he but the the issue was he came at us with this this um this ruler policy you can't talk about any of that stuff unless you have a basis for it and i said well i've always had a basis for it and i started sending him the articles right i started sending him the articles and i'll never forget this this one story is what did it in he said i'm going to have to start screening your show for content and i said screen all screen away you know, whatever, whatever I talk about in the show, I have evidence or proof. And I don't mean like some, you know, Babylon B satire. I mean, th- these are mainstream stories that we're talking about. So I did this story, a brief story. I used to do news at the beginning of the show. There was a, there was actually a radio host in my home state of Florida. This is where I was living at the time. So it was a local story. And he had been arrested. I think it was for child pornography. I have no clue what his political affiliation was or what he was. I just knew he was like a local radio host. He was like a big name on a big network or not a big, a small name on a big network, I should say. And Keith emails me because my show aired late. He emails me like early in the morning. He's like, he's like, you just can't stop. Can you You just can't stop talking about it? Can you? I'm going to have to pause your show and, and I'm I'm not going to, you know, allow it to air until we go through and we cut out all of these all of these slanderous libel statements and stuff. And I was like, Keith, that article is like from local news. And it's a guy that got arrested because he was in possession of child pornography. Oh, you can't talk about that. You can't talk about that. They gave me the, the runaround about how, well, it was, it's because Art Bell's son was molested. So you you can't talk about that on the network. And it just, it just kept going and going. And he said, you can't stay here unless you're going to, unless you censor your show. And I said, well, then I'm leaving. I'm not censoring my show because you don't want me to talk about the Vatican. You don't want me to talk about the royal family. You don't want me to, do, don't want me to talk about local news stories about people getting nabbed for child porn, which was real big in central Florida where I was living. That's, that's what you got with the Dark Matter Radio Network. And that's what you get with a lot of big name radio shows and even podcasts, big name stuff. You get garbage. That doesn't mean that I'm giving you anything, you know, that is, that is, let's say, golden. I'm not necessarily giving you the, the truth. The truth is, a, is, a, is an elusive thing. I'm saying that people that sell you the truth, they don't give you the truth. And, and you listen to like, you know, if you listen to Dark Matter Radio, you might think like, oh, this is so interesting. This is so different than what I hear elsewhere. It's different, sure, but it's, it's no more honest than mainstream news. It's no more honest than any other source of information because behind the scenes, that's what's happening. Don't talk about this. Don't mention that. Don't say this. Don't talk about that person. Even if you have proof, don't talk about it. Keith Rowland actually told me that. I sent him these articles on the show and he said, okay, well still, you know, don't talk about it. It's like, I thought you said you have to have evidence you know, which is understandable. Of course, I want. That's what I base everything on is evidence. So, of course, I have evidence. Well, still don't talk about it. So that, it, he didn't want us talking about that subject. And you know, people people told me, well, well, they're a paranormal network, so that's why they don't want you talking about it. And I said, well, number one, they came to me to bring my show on their network. First of all, they knew what I talked about. Second of all, there is nothing more paranormal than a black mass of the Vatican. There's nothing more paranormal than police arriving to find priests with cocaine and children with their pants off. There's nothing more paranormal, abnormal, than child trafficking and ritual sacrifice and ritual sexual abuse, whether it's by the Vatican and priests or it's by 
some powerful politician or some celebrity. There's nothing more paranormal than that. We used to, we used to get into it with uh, my friend Mike and I. Mike D was on the show with us at the time. He used to co-host. And we'd get into it with Keith because Keith would say it's not, it's not very paranormal. It's not very occult. And I was like, well, what's, what's more occult than some guy in some robes uh, raping a child at the Vatican? That seems pretty occult to me. And uh, Keith, well, it's not paranormal. And I remember Mike D just rip, ripped into him one night. He, he sent him an email. And he's like, Keith, you've got like, because Mike used to listen to all the shows. And my, he was like, man, you have like 10 shows on this network that just talk about Bigfoot every single night. Every single night. Can we get, can we get something else? <laughs> I thought it was so funny. It's true. Like every other show is like Bigfoot, 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 Bigfoot. And then here's our show, which, which Keith always told us. He's like, your show does so well, even for a late night slot. You're like number three behind, because um, Jimmy Church was on the network. You're number three behind Jimmy Church and uh, Michael Vera. And we only did one show a week and we had those high ratings. But still, don't talk about the church. Don't talk about Republicans. Don't talk about this or don't talk about that. Just censorship, censorship. And it's, you know, within reason, I would understand. But that, that's not within reason. Don't talk about that article because it's going gonna, it's gonna to detract some of our listeners. They don't want to hear about that. Well, then they don't have to listen. They don't have to listen. But don't expect to get the truth from networks like that when that's what they, that's what they do. So anyway, according to this report from the IOM, the International Organization for Migration from the United Nations and Harvard, no age range, no gender, no nationality is immune to child trafficking. According to the United Nations, according to their website, uh, effectively addressing child trafficking requires up-to-date and reliable data to empirically ground policy and programming. At present, Actionable data are limited and child victims are typically hard to reach through traditional surveys for a variety of reasons. This report, a first of its kind, is based on analysis of extensive globally sourced data using the IOM Victims of Trafficking database, the largest available international database of individual victims of trafficking. This VOTD contains primary data collected from approximately 69,000 victims of human trafficking of 156 nationalities trafficked in 186 countries who registered with the IOM in 113 countries where the organization works. 18.3% of those VOTs in the database were children. Look up the UN reports. It's like 80% of the women that come up from South America and Central America that come into the States, 80% are raped or sexually abused in some other way. 80%. That's the UN's own number. 80%. 80 per, eight, in ten, eight, 8 out of 10. 80%. So when you know Democrats in particular tell you, oh, sure, just come up. We love women's rights. Come up to the border and we'll let you in. They're advocating for, for rape. 80%. That's a massive number. 80%. Most of the children that come across the border, they're not with their parents. What is it, like a third of those kids are... I don't know the exact number. I think it's like a third. And I think that's a conservative estimate. It's like a third, or at least I'm being conservative with that number. It's like a third of children are kidnapped and then dragged across the border. And then they just, you know, dump them. It's really hard, I think, especially for Americans to really fathom, to really contemplate, to really process this. And maybe that's why The Sound of Freedom is doing so well in the theater is because it's it's a, it's a way to get away from reality, but still get a tiny dose of it and not actually have to deal with 
with the, the reality of, of the situation. But this is, this is a problem that, that is obviously way beyond our borders. 186 countries in this report, uh, 18% just of the 69,000 are children. Uh, obviously, this is more than child trafficking, and, and I guess it, it depends on how you define a child. You know, what age is a child a teenager? Is a teenager a child? Are they, when do they become an adult? You know, and adults are trafficked too. I mean, you be 18, 19 years old, you, you, you get trafficked just as well. And, I mean, at some point, you get dumped. If you're a sex slave, if they haven't killed you by then, or if you haven't you know, killed yourself, you get dumped. 30 years old, they bring in some, some new girls, you know? Same thing with uh, you know a, a young guy. I mean, a young guy might work, be able to work more in the fields than a young girl who's being sexually you know molested every day, raped every day. But you know, this is the kind of thing. Like, why why do you think Democrats don't care? Because Democrats profit and benefit from it. And although this Sound of Freedom movie is a Christian conservative movie, whatever that's supposed to mean, it's bringing attention to a very real issue. But the the, the Christian conservatives don't give a damn either. Why? Because 50% of these kids, according to the IOM and the Harvard, 50% of these kids, mostly boys, are being trafficked for, for slave labor. Where are the BLM people about this? Where, where are all the human rights activists about this? Where, where are all the activist Democrat progressives at on this? It takes a conservative Christian, you know, angle to make a movie about it i thought conservatives didn't care about human rights i thought conservatives didn't care about children although conservatives do seem to care a little bit more about those things who do you think benefits from from all this the 50 percent according to the iom report the 50 percent of kids that are trafficked for hard slave labor it ain't just benefiting the democratic party folks it's benefiting the republican party too That donkey and that elephant have those kids bent over in a field. Both of them. Both parties. And it transcends political parties. I'm not saying you're a Democrat or Republican. You're guilty of this. I'm saying your political party doesn't give a damn. Doesn't give a damn. And part of the reason is because it's not visible. It's not as visible. You can make homelessness an issue because you can see it. And Democrats can say, we want the people to be on the street homeless because that's the life they're choosing to live. They're living their best life. And the Republicans are like, well, why don't we just try to help them get a job and get off the street? And the Democrats say, no, why not? Because then they won't vote for us. And if we stop giving them drugs and free handouts, then they might learn, oh, it's better to vote conservative if you want to keep, you know, the fruit of your labor. But that's an issue you can see. Child trafficking really isn't an issue you can see unless it's something that's directly affected you. You know, I've I've not had um, I've not had a lot of relationships in my life. I've maybe maybe more than some guys I've dated, maybe like a solid dating for more than a few months. I've dated maybe like a solid five or six women and I'm 32 years old. Not not really a lot. And every single woman I've been with all five or six of them, roughly speaking, all of them that I was in a relationship with for a for a decent amount of time, all of them were sexually molested. All of them were raped. Every one of them. Every single one of them. One woman uh, was, I'm obviously, obviously not going to say who it is. It was a girl I dated a lot longer ago. 
she was and maybe maybe she was lying to me because she was she lied about a lot of hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any where with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details stuff but she was and she showed me where it happened she was not just sexually molested and this is this is the strange thing too it's you know it's not just like your 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 uncle molests you or your aunt molests you or something like that okay this woman again she showed me where this happened and and explained it in pretty gruesome detail because i asked her i really wanted to know what happened to her she took me to the place that happened she said she was living with her her friend and um Sure, they made some poor life decisions. Uh, they let uh, uh, somebody move in with them as a roommate, uh, this guy. And uh, this guy was, he acted really weird after he moved in. It was very reclusive and very dark. Long story short, he ended up getting a knife and uh, coming into her room and holding it to her throat. And it wasn't that he just raped her. He dragged her down to the basement this is a personal story, like firsthand account. And I was showing where this happened. Dragged her down to the basement. This guy had taken her tampon out of the trash with menstrual blood on it. And he had put it into, he had, I don't know if he had bought it at the store. I probably bought it at the store. Like one of those little, you know, cakes that you get at, you know, uh, Wegmans or Publix or Kroger or something like a little deli cake. He had put the tampon into the cake. Now, that might just seem bizarre, but it's more than just bizarre. That, that's the Aleister Crowley cake of light ritual. Okay, And you use the menstrual blood, like with Marina Abramovic and John Podesta and Hillary Clinton, you use the menstrual blood or you use the blood of a pig. That's the life force, the covenant between God and man, pouring out the blood as a libation to God, the blood of the animal this part of the sacrifice then you use semen which is the life seed and then you use breast milk so she says this guy literally takes her tampon out of the trash puts it into a cake tries to make her eat it he's holding a knife to her throat and then he sexually molested her raped her um in a very aleister crowley fashion let's call it and that's as much detail as i'm going to give you and this is a first-hand account 
And this isn't like in some, this isn't like in the heart of Washington, D.C., you know, underneath of a pizza restaurant. This is just an average neighborhood, okay, in an average state. And actually, a, a pretty nice neighborhood. And this is what happened to this. At the time, she was like, what was she, like 20, 22, 3, 4 years old? That stuff happens all the time. And, you know, I see people, I went to, um, well, let's put it this way. Like outside of radio, I don't, I don't have a lot of, uh, you know, I don't really know a lot of people. Uh, I've got a few people here in Tucson that I know. A uh, good guy named Andrew who runs an occult bookstore called Nexus. You should go down and check it out if you're in Tucson. Nexus Occult Books and Oddities. Uh, my friend Joe, who's a listener of the show, he lives here in Tucson. I don't really know a lot of people, right? But when I go, I'll try to try to make friends. I'll try to talk to people. I go to bookstores and I see somebody in the occult conspiracy section. I'll try to talk to them. Uh, very rare someone actually responds. Um, and I've done that for years. And I remember, you know, I, went, I used to go to Barnes & Noble a lot. And I'd go over to the occult, esoteric, whatever section they called it. They call it Freaks and Geeks at Barnes & Noble. That's the company name for it. Uh, somebody who works there told me that's what they, they make fun of. People who are interested in those things. I just thought that was kind of funny. But I went to that section. And I remember this one time, this guy, I, I asked him, I said, so what are, you, what are you reading there? And he said, oh, I'm getting some Aleister Crowley. I'm not saying Aleister Crowley wasn't a good author. He's a good author. He's a, he's a good, you know, BSer too. And I said, well, what do you read about Aleister Crowley? And he said, oh, I'm trying to get, you know, he, he literally said this to me. So I'm trying to get involved in some like sex magic. And I said, I, I why? <laughs> oh, I was like, you know, it's like, it's all powerful and this and that. I was like, well, yeah, sex can be powerful, but you ain't going to learn that from Aleister Crowley. Aleister Crowley was a monster. You're not going to learn sex magic from Aleister Crowley. But that's that's kind of when it hit me. That was years ago. It was around the same time I was dating that girl. That's when it hit me. I was thinking, this is what this is the problem. People go buy sex magic books from Aleister Crowley, and then they grab a knife and they rape they rape a girl uh, with a with a cake of light, you know, uh, ceremony or in as part of a cake of light ceremony. They rape a girl with you know her tampon shoved into a cake. And there's, there's a solution to these problems, folks. It's called a firing squad. These people need to be executed by the state. That is the only way to solve this problem. I think Ralphie May, the comedian, put it best. He said, if, he said, if I was elected president, you know, he, he's a big guy. He's like, if I was elected president, I'd get, it wouldn't be really hard to assassinate me. He said, I wouldn't be president for very long. He said, well, he said the first thing I'd push for is an amendment. To the Constitution, if you are a murderer, a rapist, a pedophile, etc., you lose your citizenship. Period. You lose your citizenship. You go to jail, or they just execute you. That's how we solve this problem, because the issue of child trafficking and you know human smuggling and all that, and the slave labor and sexual abuse and all that that goes along with it, and other things as well. Not only is that not a new thing, it's a growing industry. It's getting worse. We'll talk about maybe why that is when we come back from break. And the Nexium called, as I said, Allison Mack is out of prison somehow for setting up uh, all those uh, sexual encounters with Keith Raniere uh, and all the other women, by the way, that ran the Nexium cult. It wasn't a male sex cult. It was a female sex cult. Media kind of forgets about that. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please go to rdgable at yahoo.com, the email. Let us know what you think of the show. We'll be right back. 
From para-history and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad-free archive, now hosted by Aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium option. You get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a Secret Teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe today. I need it! listening to the secret teachings radio i'm your host ryan gable if you'd like to contact the show you can email rd gable at yahoo.com you can find us online at www.thesecretteachings.info on our website you'll find our free show archive you can download and listen to all the shows there scroll through that embed player or copy and paste the rss feed There are links to listen on other platforms as well. Right on the website, click the free archive. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple. Mobile device or desktop. Or if you don't want to listen to the advertisements in those free episodes, Monday through Friday, that's how we get paid. But if you don't want to listen to those advertisements, you can go to aftermath.media and subscribe to the show there. You'll get rid of the ads. You'll still support us. You'll also be supporting Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and everybody at Ground Zero and Aftermath Media. Again, that is aftermath.media and our website, thesecretteachings.info.
dot I-N-F-O. Some of you might remember Allison Mack, the Smallville actress. Not a huge name, small-time actress. And while she was not really known for anything else except Smallville, she became a really big household name for something else. And that was participating in, essentially running, a big sex cult called Nexium. Remember Nexium? The Nexium sex cult focused on a guy named Keith Raniere. And Keith Raniere was being fed women. And he was having sex with them and doing a bunch of other stuff. We've done a lot of shows on this in the past. And the reason that I'm bringing this up in this hour tonight is because Allison Mack has been released from prison. She was sentenced to three years in 2021, but she was released this Monday, according to the Federal Bureau of Prisons. She had been arrested in 2018 along with other members of Nexium, including Keith Raniere, who was convicted of racketeering charges. She only spent two years in prison, and now she's out. Keith Raniere, on the other hand, spent, well, he's been sentenced to 120 years in prison. Mac pleaded guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy charges one month before Raniere's 2019 trial was set to begin. So she was sentenced to three years, only served two, and she's now out. U.S. District Judge Nicholas Garufis previously called Mac an essential accomplice and a willing and proactive ally of Raniere, but also said, I don't doubt that you were manipulated and also felt captive. You know, I'm, I'm sure that she did feel captive, all the stuff I've read. But you know that Keith Raniere was not running the organization. You ever seen Wild Wild Country? That crazy psycho woman was sort of controlling the Bogwan. That's kind of what was happening here. But look at Allison Mack. She's a plain-looking girl. She was in Smallville. Successful, but not too successful. You know, she was, she's an innocent bystander of Keith Raniere's sexual appetite. I don't think so, folks. And you know why I don't think so? Because the Nexium cult had its own brand. And I mean that literally. They would brand the women. And the brand, if you go online, type in Nexium cult brand, the brand had K-R, Keith Raniere. But then it was pointed out, it wasn't just K-R, Allison Mack's initials were also in the brand. So for a woman who just, she was held captive. And, you know, she was a part of it, sure, but she was held captive and she was abused. Look at her, she's so frail and so small and so thin and so plain. She was abused by this this Keith Raniere guy. Actually, she was one of the primary not sexual abusers, but one of the primary abusers. She was helping not just to uh, accompany Keith Raniere. She was helping to uh, the, the, the cult to function. She was running the cult in part. That's something that kind of gets left out of the story. And see, here's the problem I have. This is, this is a societal issue. And this is something that you see um, 
you see this with like family courts, right? You know, the courts always determine, almost always determine, that a woman is more fit to take care of a child than a man. Now, this is changing a little bit. In some states, it's changing. But it's, it's, not, uh, it's not an exaggeration to say that a, that a woman who is a, a, a crackhead may be given access or may be given custody of children, even though she's a crackhead, over a father who's not a crackhead and who has a stable job. That, that, off, that kind of thing actually happens a lot because the courts assume, for all the terrible misogyny and patriarchy, courts usually assume that the mother is going to be a better caregiver for the child because the woman's always seen as you know an innocent bystander of the, the big, strong, patriarchal man who just has no reason to be angry, but he's just angry anyway. No reason to be violent, but he's just violent anyway. That's in his nature to be an angry, violent person. I'd like some of the female privilege, actually. That's what I would like. I'd like some of the female privilege. You know what I'm talking about? You know that female privilege where it's just assume that the woman didn't do anything when the police are called? You know how many guy friends I have who have been in relationships where the police get called and they get arrested even though they called the police because the police don't believe that the woman hit him? Look at the Bureau of Justice Statistics, the FBI data. Look at the intimate violence, uh, intimate partner violence surveys. It is a 50-50 split, folks. And not only that, but although women are raped at a slightly higher rate than men, men are raped at an extremely high rate. And the fact that women overreport and men underreport means it's pretty even, too. It's like one in six, uh, was it one in six men and one in four women are raped? Men get raped at an extremely and incredibly high rate. But beyond that, for physical abuse, the most recent report found that men are actually physically abused at a 0.4% more than women. How's that possible? How are men physically abused at 0.4% more than women? Is that a cultural social trend? Are men just pussies now? You see, the thing is, it's not a contest. It's, it's psychology. It's perception. People like Allison Mack... She looks like this plain, innocent girl who couldn't do anything. She couldn't harm a butterfly. But she was branding people with her initials. It's an absolute beast, a monster. And the judge says, oh, well, she was an accomplice, sure, sure, but she was also manipulated and felt captive. She felt so captive she was branding women with her initials near their genitals. Which is also what Kathy O'Brien said. You know, that's she was branded vaginally. So Nexium, which is a New York-based self-help class, was taking advantage of women. And some, some of these women were like famous women, rich women, which I guess are the kinds of people that, that go to self-help classes because their lives are miserable. So they go to the self-help class and they get drawn in to Keith Raniere's web. Prosecutors said within the organization, there was a secretive female-only group that ultimately led to some women being branded with, and CNN actually admits this. This is a CNN report. Some women being branded with Raniere and Max initials and then being coerced into giving compromising information, including nude photos to the group's leaders on a regular basis. Why would they want nude photos? Oh, they're just going to jack off to them. No, blackmail just like Jeffrey Epstein. 
The group known as DOS involved several women referred to as first line masters who reported directly to Raniere and recruited other women as their slaves, according to trial testimony. I'll read that again to you. Uh, the secretive female-only group of DOS involved several women referred to as first-line masters who, directly reporting to Raniere, recruited other women as their slaves. So here's a question for you. Why is it that Democrats in particular who don't like words like master and they don't like slavery... Why is it that they don't have much commentary at all on the Nexium cult, which is, and they also love women's rights, which is a primarily female cult, primarily a female cult. You know, they got this one guy's fingers wet a couple times. It's a primarily female cult that was recruiting women to be their own, like their personal slaves, and they were calling themselves masters. Where is the Democratic Party on this? Women that say, I'm a master, they recruited other women to be their slaves. And it, it was filled with sexual abuse, psychological torture, blackmail. And it's like nobody cares. Nobody cares. The only reason this story has any traction at all is because, oh, it's an actress from Hollywood. She was in Smallville. She was, she was abused. She probably was abused. I feel sorry for her. She probably was abused. So Keith Raniere was probably abused when he was young, too. That doesn't give you an excuse to do what you did. I mean, look at Harvey Weinstein. Look at Oprah Winfrey. Remember the Harvey Weinstein, the Me Too movement? Harvey Weinstein was being fed women by a, by a pipeline that went from Hollywood to Epstein's Island and his ranch in between. Look at Oprah Winfrey. Look at her involvement in all this. Remember Oprah Winfrey, John of God? And Harvey Weinstein. Oprah Winfrey was in the middle of all this. You know what Oprah Winfrey was doing? She was recruiting women. She was on the same thing. Look at that monster Ellen Degenerate. Just an absolute crazy psycho witch. See, this is the problem. If we really lived in a patriarchal society, ladies and gentlemen, we would, we would paint all women as acting and, and, and behaving like that. We don't live in a patriarchal society. I don't really think we live in a matriarchal society, but we don't live in a patriarchal society. We live in a society where women are given the benefit of the doubt, especially rich and powerful women. They're given the benefit of the doubt. Allison Max, a plain blonde actress from Smallville, she couldn't have been too involved with the cult. She was just branding people with her initials. She was just involved in a group of women that called themselves masters that recruited other women to be their slaves. She's not that involved. You know who financed and funded the group? The heirs or the heiresses to Seagram's. Claire and Sarah Bronfman. They funded the Nexium cult. Look at these psycho women, crazy witches. You seen these women? Totally, absolutely nuts. And they were funding the Nexium cult. So let me let me get this straight, okay? The, the courts sentenced the man to 120 years in prison. Personally, I think he got off easy. I think they should have chopped his head off. But the woman who was the primary officiator, Allison Mack, who ran cover for Keith Raniere, who recruited other women, women make women feel safe, other women into the cult, 
a cult that was primarily, almost exclusively, a female cult with a secret society of other women in it who recruited other women to be their slaves and to call them master. And it was financed by the heiresses to the Seagram fortune. To the tune of, I, I, God knows, it was like, it, it's, it's beyond tens, it was like hundred million, I don't know how much it was, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> and somehow, the woman gets off easy. They should have sentenced her to 120 years in prison too. But she gets off easy. Because we live in a patriarchal society, folks. We live in such a patriarchal society that the man in the sex cult gets 120 years, but the women who financed it and the woman who ran it and the woman who branded people with her initials and all the secret society of women who called themselves masters and had slaves in the cult, none of them get anything more than a slap on the wrist and, 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 a, and a cameo in an HBO documentary. How's that work? How's that work? I don't understand how that works. We don't live in a patriarchal society. That's propaganda. We don't live in a matriarchal society either. We live in a society that cares very little, very, very, very little about men or women. It's an anti-human, uh, uh, I don't want to call it anti-human society, but it's, it's, it's very anti-human in nature. And there are plenty of really good people, plenty of really good people in our world, in our society. There are good judges, there are good lawyers, there are good policemen, there are good firefighters, there are good journalists, there are good, a lot of good people. There's a lot of a lot of people that want to try to pretend. They're not really good at it, but they want to pretend to be good. You know, they care about black people or they care about women's rights or they care about It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest. Musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Flavor, they care about this, they care about that. But they don't care when women are branding other women, calling them slaves, forcing them to call them master, and running a sex cult. There's no activists for this. I mean, there's, there was barely activists, barely uh, any attention, let alone activists. There was very, very, hardly any attention given to the, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein story. It just kind of, you know, it vanished and disappeared. I mean, we're, we're still talking about, uh, you know, what was the guy's name? Louis C.K. or something. That gets more traction than Epstein. That gets more traction than Nexium. Oh, the evil men, the evil men, the evil... I'm not saying women are evil. I'm just saying, how can you have a sex cult where it's like, a, it's more than a majority. It's like almost everybody is a female. And the woman who's running it with Key for the Array, just like Wild Wild Country with the, with, with the Bogwan, the woman is branding other women. 
She's a master. They're slaves and recruiting all these women. And not only women, but it attracted all kinds of celebrities, Uh, CEOs, the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama even visited the Nexium cult. He probably wanted to, you know, get a BJ or something because that's what these things are for rich, powerful people. It's it's enslavement. It's it's sexual uh, slavery. The daughters of billionaire uh, Edgar Bronfman Sr. were funding and financing. They made an HBO documentary about this, but we talked about this before the documentary. They were bankrolling the Nexium cult. <laughs> Where are all the female empowerment? The two daughters of a billionaire were funding a sex cult. Why would they do that? Oh, it's a self-help group. <laughs> That's what they all say. It's all self-help. It's like all the, the sexual uh, assault in, in the yoga world. You seen that documentary on Netflix? You know, this is like, you, you want to talk about female empowerment. Let's talk about female empowerment for a second. You know, if you're from a, from a conservative point of view, a conservative is like, you know, if you want to have a job, have a job. But like, it would be nice if I worked and provided and you stayed home with the children. Some women like that. Some women don't like that. I don't really care what you think personally. It's not really my opinion. I'm just saying that's a conservative point of view. Okay. And that's called patriarchy for some reason. However, let's flip, flip it around and look at the Democrats and their view of family and women. Their view is, this is what men tell women, you can be anything you want to be. You can have sex with as many men as you want. I'll be first. And they call that empowerment. That's not empowerment. That's not empowerment. We have so many things in our world that just don't make any sense because the people that make them not make sense are hypocrites. The Nexium cult is just one tiny example of that. Women masters, women slaves, branding women by other women, women funding it and financing it, and the guy who you know got his fingers wet, he he ended up going to prison for 120 years. But Allison Mack, she's back on the she's back on the street now. Nobody cares. She'll just blend in. That plain blonde woman just blend in with everybody else, and and everybody will forget about her. Wouldn't be surprised if Disney might hire her. Who knows? They might hire and put her in a movie. That's what they do with all the other rapists and perverts and pedophiles and sexual abusers. They let them direct uh, movies. Rape some young boys on a casting couch, and then you get fired for a few days, and they rehire you, and everybody forgets about it. It's not just women, though. Remember, even Terry Crews, I mean, he said he was sexually assaulted in Hollywood. He was a big, big, tall black guy, big muscle black guy. He used to be a football player. He got sexually assaulted by a guy. That's what this is. It's just all like, um, what would you call it? What was, that, what was that movie? There was a movie. It was like the end of the world. Everybody just, it was like Mad Max almost. Everybody just got together and just drank and took drugs and had sex in this big orgy as the world was ending. That's kind of what, that's what Hollywood is. I mean, what, what, we have so much money, you have so much time on your hands. What else do you do? You go to a self-help class and they're like, well, we need some naked pictures and the women are vulnerable. And that, that's what our world's created. Our world's created a, a group of vulnerable women that are abused and, and taken advantage of by cults like Nexium. You know, you know what a powerful woman is? A powerful woman is a woman who says, no, I'm not going to give you a naked picture of myself. A powerful woman is like, no, I stand by my husband. That's a powerful woman. Not these propaganda stories in the news about, we talked about this article, um, what show was that? It was like on Tuesday, uh, this propaganda about abortion. And this woman's like, I'm 20 years old and I'm pregnant again. And I don't have anybody to take care of me. I don't have any money. 
so you're pregnant at 20 years old a second time with another person's baby and you're sad that you can't get an abortion in your state. Um, see, that's a problem you've created. That's why the family and relationships are supposed that that's why they're there to prevent this from happening, or at least to provide you with someone who's committed to you to help take care of you if, if that situation presents itself. But that's that that's that's the that's the opposite of what little girls are taught. Progressive femininity teaches that in order to be successful and accomplish something and empowered means you have to drop your panties for every guy that walks by. That's empowerment. Now it's called being a whore and it's called draining your soul. And then you get involved in all sorts of other things. Same with guys too. Guys do the same thing. You don't think guys having sex with a bunch of random women, you don't think that drains your energy. It does. I'm not saying it's bad to have sex with more than one person. Okay, I'm not that kind of an individual. I'm just saying that to teach people that have random sex with folks, that's somehow empowerment. That's not empowerment. And yet, in our culture, that's called patriarchy, which promotes that kind of behavior because, well, that's the female being empowered. We have a patriarchy. No, that's the patriarchy trying to have sex with as many women as possible and take no responsibility. The patriarchy is how hospitals are set up for women to give birth. That's patriarchy. But they don't talk about that. They don't talk about Nexium, which is just all women, branding women, master women, slave women, women financiers. And the judge says, well, we, well, Allison Mackey, look how plain she is. Look how sad she looks. She, she, was, she was also abused by Keith Raniere. Yeah, so she gets out of prison early. That's, that's what happens. That's how it goes down. That's par for the course. And that's a cult focused on rich people, women from Hollywood, celebrities, CEOs. I've read nothing about blackmail like Epstein, but this is basically a, it's a, it's a sex cult. And, and I wonder, you know, I read, uh, I've read so much about the Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, those stories, I've been covering that before it was even a popular thing. And I remember reading this one, it was, a, it was a testimony from one of the women. They said that Ghislaine Maxwell would participate when Epstein was having sex with these young girls. She would be there participating. And not necessarily like, I mean, they, they were together, Epstein and, and Maxwell, but not necessarily like having sex. Not, it wasn't like a three-way or a four-way. It was like she was there to do stuff to the, to the girl. Not necessarily like a dominatrix, but she was kind of playing that part. So at least there was at least one uh, victim who testified to that. I think there were others that alluded to it as well. So Ghislaine Maxwell was basically doing what, you know, Allison Mack was doing. And same thing happened with Ghislaine Maxwell. With the exception of our friend Kristan Harris and a very small number of other people, you know, nobody cared what was happening in that courtroom. Islay Maxwell walked free for a very long time. You know, the federal judge actually just reduced her uh, her sentence. You hear about that? A couple of months ago. Uh, well, almost like it was like, it might have been a year ago. Um federal judge reduces Ghislaine Maxwell's sentence by 10 years. Very quietly, shh. 
Don't tell anybody. Federal judge. I'm losing track of time here. This was back in May of last year. Federal judge ruled. Let's see if I can pull this up here. Federal judge ruled uh, to deny Ghislaine Maxwell's request to overturn her sex trafficking convictions, but did reduce her sentence by 10 years. Now, that might not mean much in the grand scheme of things because she was going to be sentenced to, to a lot more than you know 10 years. But another, another example. I wonder if Jeffrey Epstein was still alive. You think that Jeffrey Epstein would have been sentenced and then had his sentence reduced? Or do you think that maybe Jeffrey Epstein would have probably been in prison for the rest of his life? He'd have been in prison for the rest of his life like Keith Raniere. But Ghislaine Maxwell, whose father was Mossad, who was there in the bedroom or in the weird dentist chair in the bathroom, helping to, to molest these women. Just like Allison Mack branding women. Ghislaine Maxwell, she gets years cut off her sentence. Allison Mack is so plain, they forget about her and they let her out of prison. Ma'am, what are you doing here? You just look like a sad little girl. Why are you in prison? And they just let her out. Jeffrey Epstein gets the short end of the, the stick. And Allison Mack, just like Ghislaine Maxwell, gets, you know, gets her sentence reduced. She gets out early. Meanwhile, Epstein is executed, assassinated, and Keith Raniere is sentenced to 120 years in prison. But that's how it works. See, if we lived in a patriarchal society, those women would have been in prison for the rest of their lives. Epstein would be alive, and Keith Raniere would be out on the street. Instead, it's the other way around. Raniere is in prison, Epstein is dead, Allison Mack is on the street, and Ghislaine Maxwell probably will never spend more than a couple of consecutive years in prison. That's, that's the world you live in. That's the world you live in. But they call it patriarchy. Now, if anything, it's um, misandry. It's bias against men. That's what it is. If you're interested in reading about that and all the statistics and things that I've brought up in regard to uh, this whole last segment, you can get a copy of my book, Liberty Shrugged, at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. When we come back, more on the IOM report from the UN on child trafficking. Don't go anywhere. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. From parahistory and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. (laughs) 
I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad-free archive, now hosted by Aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium option. You get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a Secret Teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe today. I need it! June of 2022, Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison for conspiring with Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse minors. She had her sentence reduced, and soon after she was sentenced to prison, she was moved to a low-security facility in the Sunshine State of Florida, basically living the celebrity CEO prison sentence doesn't really get a lot of um, that uh, real prison experience where she's basically at a resort in Florida. Same thing with Allison Mack of the Nexium cult. She just got out of prison. She was sentenced to three years for being an accomplice in the Keith Rainiere Nexium cult. Uh, maybe the judge got a blowjob because he let her off really easily. Uh, the jury let her off really easily. Three years in prison, gets out in two. The judge says, I'm sure you were abused too. You felt trapped. We feel sorry for you. We're going to keep your sentence light. Did the judge not see the, the AM branding that was burned into women's bodies? Because she was branding women with her initials. Doesn't sound like she was just an accomplice. Sounds like she was one of the organizers. 
And if Keith Raniere gets 120 years in prison, Allison Mack should have got a solid, at minimal, a solid 100, okay? I guess it's determined determined by, you know, if there's like penetration. I guess that's what it is. And I mean, I don't mean that to be like sick and gross and and and, and too much info and kind of perverted. But I guess that's what happens. If you run a sex cult, as long as you don't have a penis, then you only go to prison for three years. If you have a penis, then you go to prison for, for more than a century. Same thing with Ghislaine Maxwell. If you have a, a weird egg-shaped penis like Epstein supposedly had, you get executed in prison because you know too many state secrets. But if you're Ghislaine Maxwell, who's basically, whose dad was Mossad, he was assassinated, I think, who has all these connections to powerful people, you get your sentence reduced and you get to go to a resort in the state of Florida because she doesn't have a penis. See, the penis is what is really the determining factor here. So the next time someone says, we live in a patriarchal society, tell them about Keith Raniere and Allison Mack. Tell them about Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, how Epstein gets assassinated and Ghislaine Maxwell gets to jog around tracks and laugh and have a good time at her little resort down in Florida that they call prison with a reduced sentence. And Allison Mack gets to go roam the streets. She gets out of prison while Keith Raniere is in prison for 120 years. The sentence was 120 years. Very patriarchal, don't you think? The, the only thing I can think of is the, the penis is the one major you know, difference between the sentencing here. I don't think we live in a matriarchal society, but we definitely don't live in a patriarchal society. And there are certainly people that are misogynists, but here's a word that you need to learn. This is the secret teachings word of the year. Misandry. M-I-S-A-N-D-R-Y. Misandry. Misandry is basically modern feminism. Misandry is a hatred and bias toward men. Misandry is sending Keith Raniere to prison for 120 years, but letting Alice and Matt go after two. Misandry is, we, we, we could very well assume Epstein would have been sentenced to life. That's why they killed him. He had to talk to try to get a better deal. But Ghislaine Maxwell, she gets reduced sentence and gets to go work out at her little prison, quote unquote, which is really just a resort for you know blue collar criminals. So that's misandry. That's what misandry. It's extreme bias toward men. Doesn't matter if the Bronfman daughters were financing the Nexium Coulter, master women were recruiting slave women. Who is vulnerable to that? People that don't feel like they have self-esteem, people that are looking for some self-help. You got to be careful with that self-help stuff. A lot of predators in the self-help world. A lot of predators in late night radio. Anybody that tells you they're going to help you self-help or they're going to give you the truth, probably not. That's why I don't tell you that here on The Secret Teachings, you're going to get the truth. I don't use that as a selling point. I don't brand myself with it. I don't tell you that you're going to get, you know, the the truth or the the hardcore facts because if someone's telling you that it's it's probably not what you're going to get. They're just painting the illusion. That's how they're selling you. You know, their 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 show or that's how they're selling you, you know what they do. We do do some unique things here on the secret teachings, but uniqueness is not necessarily the truth. Now I'm being honest with you, but I'm not selling you the truth. It's not part of a, a marketing scheme. Well, that's 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 what you get otherwise with a lot of 
a lot of shows, a lot of, you know, like Dark Matter Radio. Remember Dark Matter Radio when we were on there? They wouldn't let us talk about the Catholic Church, the Vatican. They wouldn't let us talk about child trafficking, child uh, smuggling, uh, you know, uh, taking, uh, you know, um, even we took reports directly from Congress or for about the TSA and hiring child molesters or the Vatican and all the, you know, the predator priests. Didn't matter if you had evidence. Couldn't talk about it. It was just don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. But that, you know, but dark matter was, you know, it was Jimmy Church was one there at the time. And it was it was hard hitting real information. No, it wasn't. It was just scripted BS. And then some Bigfoot thrown in. And this is what you get. This is why you look at this IOM report from the United Nations. Okay, and this report says doesn't matter if the what the, the the gender or the age or the nationality of the child is. Fifty percent of the children that are child uh, that are victims of child trafficking are trafficked for child labor, hard labor. It's usually young boys. Twenty percent are trafficked little girls for sex. Around thirty percent or so are trafficked for reasons that vary. That could be the little, you know, slitting of the throat type stuff. But there are a lot of things that people just disappear. It's disappeared. No, I don't think it's adrenochrome. I'm tired of talking about adrenochrome and Pizzagate, okay? How about reality? Because the adrenochrome and Pizzagate crap makes the rest of this look fake. So I'm tired of that. I'm throwing Pizzagate in the garbage can, and I'm throwing adrenochrome in the garbage can until I see more proof of that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear about that. What I want to see is what's real. Because if you really care about this stuff, you'd make sure you have more hardcore evidence before you just, oh, it's adrenochrome, adrenochrome, adrenochrome. Well, how about some statistical data? 50% of the children trafficked are trafficked for hard labor. That's not adrenochrome. 20% are trafficked for, for sex. That's not adrenochrome. Now, the remaining 30%, probably not adrenochrome, but at least that idea of whatever's happening in that YouTube, TikTok world of adrenochrome and Pizzagate, that's where they get their ideas from. That, that mystery 30% nobody's really sure of, and it's that plausible deniability, claim whatever you want, get the clicks, get the hits for the clout. It's really disgusting. The report from the United Nations, the IOM and Harvard says, and this is referencing the study, the study assessed the factors that drive vulnerability to trafficking and revealed trends for the trafficking uh, were mostly gendered and formed by education and income levels of the victims and their families. For instance, boys were almost twice as likely to be trafficked as children than girls and had 39% less likelihood of being trafficked internationally than domestically as compared to girls. So girls are trafficked more so. Well, boys are less likely to be trafficked internationally. Girls are trafficked internationally for sex. Boys are trafficked domestically for slave labor. According to the director of IOM's Department of Program Support and Migration Management, quote, it has never been more urgent to scale up our efforts and ensure the eliminating, that eliminating tra uh, child trafficking or trafficking in general in persons remains an international priority with responses tailored to the context of each country and to the compl uh, complex intersection of individual community and societal factors affecting children. Now, I don't know if, not, know if I can even trust the United Nations. I don't know if I can even trust the IOM. So many things we see today are supposedly in the name of, you know, uh, equality or equity or diversity or helping minorities or helping women, and they end up just being predatory ways to get access to the vulnerable. This IOM report, nevertheless, is interesting because it breaks down the 50 to 20 to 30 percent 
It breaks down how it's not at all about gender or sex or race, ethnicity, nationality. It's just about if there's some kids, take them, make them work. So with all these kids that are disappearing, I mean, who who is it that's benefiting from this? You think it's like somebody that lives on your block? I mean, that happens, but that person's not running the show. I know people who have been raped in a, I explained it earlier, in what would, I guess, could be called a satanic-like ritual. Uh, it was a single individual who did the, did the terrible act, but they were inspired by Aleister Crowley. And uh, I don't know if you'd call that satanic. I just call that crazy. And there are people that their parents sell them for sex. You see that kind of thing all the time. But beyond that, who's doing this? It's members of the church. It's members of your local government. It's members of probably your local library. It's people on the local, state, federal level. It's federal agencies. It's state agencies. It's international organizations. It's rich, powerful families. The Biden family is without a doubt involved in this. That's how Hunter Biden was blackmailed through all the, the young girls, especially the young Chinese girls. And I'm not, I'm not talking about like a, you know, a cute 20 year old Chinese girl. I'm talking about like, you know, young, get them before they're eight or it's too late. It's, um, you know, like Kathy O'Brien said, it's the Clintons, Bushes, celebrities, singers, musicians, you know, the kinds of people that were attracted to the Nexium cult. Why would the Dalai Lama be attracted to the Nexium cult? It's a, it's a self-help group on the surface. Why would the Dalai Lama need to go to a self-help group? Unless it was, as I've said before, I've never seen any proof of this. This is a theory. The Nexium cult is probably just one tiny little branch of a much, much, much larger organism. And one tentacle got chopped off. And the monster, the beast, is still very much alive. But it gives you a little idea of what happens. It gives you an idea of the kinds of people that run these groups. Like Alice and Mac, she looks innocent and she looks sweet and she only got two years instead of three years. While Keith Raniere, he got his fingers wet so he ended up in prison for 120 years. Even though Alice and Mac was right there beside him. Just like Ghislaine Maxwell who gets a, a light sentence, gets that sentence reduced and gets a light you know, prison. Minimum security prison down in Florida. While Jeffrey Epstein is, is rotting in the ground. How's that work? For a patriarchal society. And what did they do to the women? They branded those women. With KR and AM. Keith Raniere and Allison Mack. Remember the predator priest story? I'll never forget where I was. I was in a grocery store. When I read this report. I, was, I looked on my phone. I saw this report. And I went over to the newspaper. And I saw they had a copy of. Forget. I think I was in. I was on a vacation or something. I was on a trip. I was on the east coast. And I was in a. 
I want to say I was in like the Car- I think it was in the Carolinas or maybe it was in Virginia or something. Actually, I think it was in Virginia. I was in Virginia because uh, I was traveling to where did I go? What were oh Harper's Ferry? I was in, I was going to Harper's Ferry, and I was somewhere. Harper's Ferry is like you know West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland. I was somewhere around there, and I remember going to the newspaper stand in the grocery store, and I saw this this report. I'll never forget reading this report because it confirmed everything we've been talking about for years. All the things that Keith Rowland said that we couldn't talk about anymore on Dark Matter because it's unfounded. And then this big report comes out from a grand jury in Pennsylvania. A two, just a two-year investigation with limited resources detailed 301 priests. These are just priests. This isn't politicians. This isn't celebrities. These are priests who for decades abused, and I don't want to say sexually, okay, because it's not just sexually. They abused young boys and young girls. And again, it's not just sexual abuse. It would be one thing if the priest just raped a little boy, the classic Catholic story. It's not just that. It wasn't just that. According to the report, and this is just like, this is like an Allison Mack brand in my brain. I'll never, ever, ever forget this. There's a lot of different stories, but the ones that stood out to me were that the priests would literally, they would literally, they would take little boys and, and I don't think every priest did this, but some of the priests did. They would take little boys, they would strip them down naked, and then they would put them, this one kid was made to stand on, on a bed in front of a crucifix with his arms stretched out like he was crucified. And then they took pictures of it. Now let me ask you a question. If someone, there, there's clearly a difference between a rapist, someone who rapes women, and someone who rapes little children, Right? Both of them should have their, their genitals removed and they should have their heads cut off. But there, there's a slight difference. There's a different level of psychopathy there. Okay, Maybe it's slightly for the same reason, innocent, vulnerable, weak, but it's, there's a slightly different you know, reason. It's a variation there. When you take a, a naked child and make them mock the crucifixion of Christ, that goes beyond rape. That goes beyond child abuse. That is on a whole other level. That is what you would call satanic. Because you're literally mocking the images, the emblems, the icons, the symbols of the church, of God, etc. And that's what some of these priests were doing. And not only that, they were giving these little, these little kids necklaces, gold necklaces, chains, so that they could identify what child belonged to what priest. They were marking them. Literally. They didn't brand them, but they marked them with little little necklaces. In 2003, a woman uh, notified the Diocese of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, that she was uh, touched sensually by Reverend George Koichik. A report by the Koichik Diocese revealed that when asked if there was any truth to the allegations, he said, yes, it was when I was going through a touchy-feely time in my life. They, They don't even pretend like they don't know what you're talking about. And I you know I have a few re- reservations about the movie Spotlight, 
But it was, a, it was a good movie. It was that Mark Ruffalo was in that movie. Mark Ruffalo, I think, played a really good part in that movie. It was a good movie. Very good movie. And that uh, that movie, there was a scene. I forget the, the, the female actress, but they're going around interviewing the priests. And the priest just openly admits, this older guy, he says, yeah, we abused children. Yeah, we did it. And it was reporter kind of just was taken back by it like you're 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 admitting to it he's like yeah but that's what everybody did and he's he's like you gotta understand we were also abused it's it's generational it's not just some some guy who's like i want to i want to rape you know choir boys or altar boys i'm going to become a priest it's not that it's people that are sexually abused themselves they grew up and they think that's normal we we can't conceive of that but for these folks, they are mentally and physically damaged. They don't have any context. It's not a justification for what they do, but these people are are seriously damaged. And then they continue to carry out the abuse because that's what they've that's what they've known. And so you get this this one Reverend George Koichik, for example, in this Predator Priest report out of Pennsylvania from uh, a couple of years ago. It's been like six, seven years. Uh, since this originally came out, let's see, uh, five years. And he just says, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd touch little girls. I was, I was, it was my touchy-feely time in life. You guys have touchy-feely time where you just go around touching little girls? I mean, Joe, Joe Biden does. Maybe Joe Biden's going through a touchy-feely time. I can't believe that the guy can literally, literally just touch little kids and make un- inappropriate comments and kiss kids on the lips and People are still mad about Donald Trump making one of the most honest statements that a man has ever made. If you have money, listen, if any, if you have a female friend who's honest, okay, or if you're a female and you're going to be honest with yourself, you know damn well, you might not be guilty of this, but you know damn well there are women who will throw their panties at any guy who has money or power. There are women like that, okay? And they're everywhere. They're at UFO conferences. They're at CPAC. Okay? They're everywhere. That's a real thing. I'm not saying I like Donald Trump. I think he, I honestly think Donald Trump's kind of a scumbag, personally. Really don't like Donald Trump Jr. He gives me the whew, creeps, personally. But uh, that was an honest statement. And somehow that is still talked about in the media. Grab him by the pussy. Grab him by the pussy. But Joe Biden can literally kiss little girls in the lips and make statements like, yeah, you girls look real good. I can't wait till you turn this age. And it's like, oh, he's just a fun grandpa. Because just like Allison Mack, Joe Biden is old and frail, and you don't think he really poses a threat. You know, like some old man going out to eat in a restaurant, and he's kind of hitting on the waitress. And he's like, oh, he's just a silly old man. He's not going to do anything. Oh, no, the, the, the silly old men... The innocent-looking women like Allison Mack, they're the real predators. And because we have emotions and we're sympathetic and we're empathetic, and we don't want to we don't want to hurt people and we don't want to give people the short end of the stick, we tend to treat those people better uh, than we treat people who are who are honest and who who don't act like that. Because oh, they're innocent. Allison Mack, she's so sweet and innocent. Look at her. Oh, Joe Biden, he's so old and frail. He wouldn't do that. You know what those people do behind the scenes, right? You ever you ever met someone who has like multiple personalities? Or I mean, if you've ever you ever worked in, you know, around 
celebrities or you find this in late night radio people that they want to act all cool and you know like jimmy church jimmy church is a good example jimmy church is acting all cool and he's all suave and greasy and then you and then you meet jimmy church behind the scenes or you, 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 i heard stephen cambian called i heard the show stephen cambian called his cell phone and, and was talking to him jimmy church is an asshole complete and absolute just asshole and you know on air though he's a cool guy it's fake joe biden's fake allison mack is fake it's fake but we give these people the benefit of the doubt because all oh, they have a nice voice oh they're innocent and sweet looking she's young and she was abused too oh he's an old man he's sweet and he's innocent and he's he's frail and he's fragile no they're monsters and for the record, I'm not, I'm not I'm not putting Jimmy Church into that same category. I'm just saying that's an example of like, that's what you get on radio. People that are like, I'm your friend. I'm here to tell you the truth. And they're pieces of garbage behind the scenes. Pieces of garbage behind the scenes. Nevertheless, the point is, go read this Predator Priest report. This is just one of like thousands of what these priests would do. Yeah, I touched the little girls. Yeah, I touched them. Koychek, this reverend, literally admitted to rubbing young girls. I mean, what does that even mean, rubbing them? Like putting his hand down their pants? I mean, at what point do we have to do we have to just stop saying, okay, we give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, look, they're members of the church, so we we give them a pass. Okay, when, when do we stop handing out the free hall passes? When do we stop with this bleeding heart progressive? Oh, well, they, they were abused too, so just we, we should let them touch our kids too. When do people just say, no, no. You touched my little girl. I'm going to cut your genitals off and I'm going to shove them down your GD throat. Okay, a, a society, is, here's the thing. If we are trying to be civil and we're trying to be fair and just, a civil and fair and just Society does not, I repeat, does not allow little kids to be trafficked and abused and allow the people that do it to get off the hook because of a technicality or because, well, they're a woman or because they're an old, sweet, innocent man. That's not a civil, fair, and just society. That's a society that pretends to be fair, pretends to be civil, pretends to be just, but is rotting and corrupt at the core. One that coddles. One that cultivates that kind of behavior. Because the people that do it know they can get away with it because the media will defend them. Judges will defend them like Allison Mack or Ghislaine Maxwell if the media even covers it at all. Police will defend them. The press defends them, judges defend them, politicians defend them, celebrities defend them. They can get away with it, just like crime in cities like San Francisco or other places. You can get away with crime because you're not going to be prosecuted. Chicago, Baltimore, Washington, you name it. You get away with some crimes because they know they're not going to be prosecuted, so just do them. Commit the crimes. There's little kids running around San Francisco with baseball bats beating people up. Did you hear about that? That's what happened in communist China. Anybody concerned with that? But the little kids, so you can't touch them. That's how communist revolutions start. You can't touch the kids. You're targeting, you're hurting kids. Yeah, but they're attacking me. It doesn't matter. They're a kid. You can't touch that kid. Unless you're 
trafficking them for profit or for sex or for slave labor. We have a country, we have a society, we have a culture, we have a world, we have a a whole civilization that coddles and cultivates this corruption. And the people that do it, that participate in it, know that good, common, decent people like you, black, white, man, woman, gay, straight, you have a heart, and although you might care for the people that are being abused, you also care because you're civil and fair and just about the person who did the abusing. And like the priest who says, well, I was touchy-feely then, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not like that anymore. It's like Joe Biden who kisses little kids on the lips. Oh, he, you know, he didn't take inappropriate showers with his daughter and his daughter wasn't so messed up. She used to masturbate listening to her parents have sex. It's in her diary. Did you read it? Probably not because you can't find a copy of it because the media doesn't want to talk about it. Go read her, her Ashley's diary. I used to touch myself inappropriately listening to my dad have sex and he used to take inappropriate showers with me. Yeah, great guy. We give him the benefit of the doubt. We cultivate this. It's time, we, it's time we stop cultivating, okay? It's time we start harvesting. We get the reapers out, we get the, the, the scythes out, and we, and we start going to town. I'm not talking about killing people. I'm talking about stop with the pretend sincerity of emotion and justice and fairness. When you have conversations with people about this kind of thing, you have to be harsh and raw about it. There are priests that are sexually molesting children. We know that's a big joke. But there are also politicians doing it. There are celebrities doing it. I don't care if they're plain and blonde like Allison Mack. That woman is a monster. So is Keith Renere. So is Ghislaine Maxwell. So is all the other people that they, uh, that they were involved with on Epstein's Island. These people are monsters, demons. And instead of being like, well, we got to give them the benefit of the doubt and we got to be nice to them. No, you don't. They're monsters. Treat them appropriately. Treat them as such. And all of that, 100% of that starts not with pitchforks and actually killing people. It starts with the way that we converse. Pushing back and refusing to accept the encroachments against innocence. Refusing to say, oh, well, I mean, you know, they, she'd... Allison Max served two years in prison. That's good enough. Gisley Max and Maxwell's in prison. It's at a it's a minimum security resort, but you know at least she's in prison. Stop accepting mediocrity. I think that's what we need to do. That's part of the problem. Part of the problem. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We are out of time. Go to the website thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe at aftermath.media. Please check out our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to radio shows or podcasts and leave us a review. You can find my books, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, Liberty Shrugged, Food Philosophy, and soon my new book, Garden of Hallucinations, all on the website. Digital and physical copies are available. If you have any questions, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Hello, I'm Sandra Fecht, Counselor in Trauma and Satanic Ritual Abuse. You can reach me at Sandra Fecht, F as in Frank, E-C-H-T, dot com. You're listening to Ryan Gable's The Secret Teachings.